0: A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. group void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Whether well, spoken in June 1828 or written in february eighteen twenty nine are absurdly false he was for three weeks in the tower and was daily visited by the curious yet in these three weeks the half-conscious animal learned to read tolerably well to count to write figures that he could do when he arrived Feuerbach says he made progress in writing a good hand and learned a simple tune on the harpsichord pretty well for a half-unconscious animal in july eighteen twenty eight after being adopted by the excited town of nuremberg he was sent to be educated by and live with a schoolmaster named daumer and was studied by feuerbach they found in kaspar a splendid example of the sensitive and a noble proof of the powers of animal magnetism. In Germany at this time, much was talked and written about somnambulism, the hypnotic state, and about a kind of animal magnetism which, in accordance with Mesmer's theory, was supposed to pass between stars, metals, magnets, and human beings. The effects produced on the patient by the hypnotist now ascribed to suggestion were attributed to a magnetic efflux and reichenbach's subjects saw strange currents flowing from metals and magnets his experiments have never perhaps been successfully repeated though hysterical persons have pretended to feel the traditional effects even when non-magnetic objects were pointed at them now caspar was really a sensitive or feigned to be one with hysterical cunning anything unusual would throw him into convulsions or reduce him to unconsciousness he was addicted to the tears of sensibility years later meyer read to him an account of the noachian deluge and he wept bitterly meyer thought this rather too much the deluge being so remote an event and after that though meyer read pathetic things in his best manner caspar remained unmoved he wrote a long account of his remarkable magnetic sensations during and before the first thunderstorm after his arrival at nuremberg yet before his appearance there he must have heard plenty of thunderstorms though he pretended that this was his first the sight of the moon produced in him emotions of horror he had visions like the rev ansel bourne later to be described of a beautiful male figure in a white garment who gave him a garland he was taken to a somnambulist and felt magnetic pulls and pushes and a strong current of air indeed the tutor daumer shared these sensations obviously by virtue of suggestion they are out of fashion the doctrine of animal magnetism being as good as exploded and nobody feels pushed or pulled or blown upon when he consults mrs piper or any other medium from a letter of feuerbach of september twentieth eighteen twenty eight we learn that Kaspar, without being an albino, can see as well in utter darkness as in daylight. Perhaps the man who taught Kaspar to write, in the dark, was an albino. Kaspar never saw his face. Kaspar's powers of vision abated as he took to beef, but he remained hyper and could see better in a bad light than Daumer or Feuerbach some dowsers we know can detect subterranean water by the sensations of their hands without using a twig or divining-rod and others can spot gold hidden under the carpet with the twig caspar merely with the bare hand detected without touching it a needle under a tablecloth he gradually lost these gifts and the theory seems to have been that they were the result of his imprisonment in the dark and a proof of it the one thing certain is that caspar had the sensitive or mediumistic temperament which usually though not always is accompanied by hysteria while hysteria means cunning and fraud whether conscious or not so conscious meanwhile the boy was in the hands of men credulous Curious and in the case of Daumer capable of odd sensations induced by suggestion from such a boy in such company the truth could not be expected above all if, like some other persons of his class, he was subject to dissociation and obliviousness as to his own past. Rather curiously, we find in Feuerbach's own published collection of trials the case of a boy sorgel who had paroxysms of second consciousness of which he was ignorant upon returning to his ordinary state of consciousness we also have the famous case of the atheistic carpenter ansel bourne who was struck deaf dumb and blind and miraculously healed in a dissenting chapel to the great comfort of a large and warm congregation mr bourne then became a preacher but later forgot who he was strolled to a distant part of the states called himself brown set up a notions store and one day awoke among his notions to the consciousness that he was born not brown a preacher not a dealer in cheap futilities Born was examined under hypnotism by professor william james and others many such instances of ambulatory automatism are given in my view caspar was to put it mildly an ambulatory automatist who had strayed away like the reverend mr bourne from some place where nobody desired his return rather his lifelong absence was an object of hope the longer caspar lived the more frequently was he detected in every sort of imposture that could make him notorious or enable him to shirk work caspar had for months been the pet mystery of nuremberg people were sure that like the mysterious prisoner of pignerol les exiles and the isle sainte marguerite sixteen sixty nine to seventeen o three caspar was some great one kept out of his own now the prisoner of pignerol was really a valet and caspar was a peasant some thought him a son of napoleon others averred as we saw that he was the infant son of the grand duke karl of baden born in eighteen twelve who had not died within a fortnight of his birth but been spirited away by a lady disguised as the spectral white lady of baden an aristocratic banshee the subtle conspirators had bred the grand duke kaspar in a dark den the theory ran hoping that he would prove by virtue of such education an acceptable recruit for the bavarian cavalry and that no questions would be asked unluckily questions were now being asked for a boy who could only occasionally see and hear was not though he could smell a cemetery at a distance of five hundred yards a useful man on a patrol at least the military authorities thought not had they known that kaspar could see in the dark they might have kept him as a guide in night attacks but they did not know the promising young hussar He rode well but clumsily was thus left in the hands of civilians the grand ducal secret might be discovered so an assassin was sent to take off the young prince the wonder was not unnaturally expressed that caspar had not smelled out the villain especially as he was probably the educational albino who taught him to write in the dark on hearing of this later caspar told lord stanhope that he had smelled the man however he did not mention this at the time to make a long story short on october seventeenth eighteen twenty nine caspar did not come to midday eating but was found weltering in his gore in the cellar of daumer's house being offered